0: Welcome back, you guys, and happy, happy, happy new year. Um, I want to thank you guys always um, for tuning in um, to The Daily Rave, and just thank you guys for continuing to listen to even old episodes and new episodes. I know it's been a very long time since I've been on a podcast, or even trying to record anything, um, and just to be, you know, just really world real, uh, I've been going through the- <coughs> tons of changes financially mentally physically like emotionally a lot of things have happened and i don't mind um sharing those things with you guys today i'm just really trying to get back on um, the podcast and just try to first rebrand my whole thing i absolutely love my name the daily rave but i feel like it's time to change it to something new the daily rave was my first baby Um, so now I feel like I need to change the name, do a whole rebrand, um, get some logo stuff going, some illustrations, redo the whole website, just do a whole new thing in the new 2019. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening right now with my family. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are changing. Um, and we're actually going ahead and starting to try to work on Baby Bird number three, Um, And if you have been following like my Instagram or following any of my blog, um, then you will see that I do already have twins Um, and they're 12 right now. So we will be starting all the way over. My wife is currently 31. I'm 28. So, um, I know that some people might seem a little old to try to start over. But, you know, in all good timing um, and God's plan, we will have a baby or two. Um, We have no idea just yet. But going back to this whole rebranding, I felt like it was time to try to do something new because I felt like the name wasn't really catchy enough for me. And I really want to come through with not a different platform, but I really want to come at you guys with something really new, something really different and something that's really, really dedicated. Um, for about a year and a half, I've been a stay-at-home mom. Um, I decided to take a break after grad school. And please excuse all the noise. Like this is I, I have an amazing Christmas gift that I'm using. My wife and my kids actually got me a microphone for my podcast. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out how it works today. And, you know, the neighborhood kids are outside playing, so you will hear a lot of natural sounds. And it's just because I'm trying to figure out how this thing works. It's very loud. I love it because I feel like I'm speaking in front of tons of people, but I still have to learn how to use it. So, you know, just um, go along with it with the natural sounds. I, I do stay in an apartment, so of course it's going to be neighborhood kids. But eventually we'll work on trying to get a room to block off all the sounds so you guys can just hear me. Um but for right now I'm just working with what I got. I'm very appreciative of my microphone because I feel so legit right now but <laughs> um <clears throat> thank you guys for listening anyway but back to the rebrand um i really feel like i i want to give you guys something new and something better it's not that it's gonna be you know just um not the original me but i really feel like i can give you guys a little bit more and um like i said i've been a stay-at-home mom for a year and a half and i decided to take that break after grad school but recently you know i picked up a part-time job Um, and that goes along into this long story, um, that I'm going to make very short for you guys. Um, I recently picked up a part-time job, just working maybe five hours a day. And, um, I did that because, well, in October, um, my family and I self lost someone very, very important. My grandmother, um, my best friend died, um, October 14th of this, uh, well, last year of 2018. And, um, that was very tough for me. Um, I haven't talked about her much or her illness as much because I don't think that I was ready. Like I I normally advocate for people with grief and um, talking about family members who may have Alzheimer's or dementia or who have elderly um, parents or loved ones. Who, you know, kind of declined fast. And that's what happened to my grandmother. Um, my grandmother was at every last graduation recital. She even was at my wedding. Um, and that was something that I most cherished the most because I think I am the only grandchild that she was able to attend the wedding of. And I, I have video, pictures, everything. I have everything um in memory, but it, it was still kind of tough just knowing that your best friend. And me and my grandmother were very close. Um, My grandmother raised me. Me and her were, you know, like the part of the golden girls, you know, that, that was my friend, that she was my very best friend, my very best girl. Um, I miss her, miss her tremendously. Um, and just watching the decline of my grandmother was very hard for me. And I really believe that that was something that I did not want to come to terms with. So I never really talked about it, not even with friends, not even with my wife. Um that was something very, very hard for me. So, um the process of losing her was extremely harder. Um I don't want to say it was traumatic for me because I don't have, you know, nightmares or just um get really um like triggered by thinking about the way that she passed away. It definitely um, had its part in playing in the first part of my grief um, with me not being able to address it, not being able to talk about it. I I had a hard time trying to even uh, write about it. And that's something that I noticed and I thought, you know, it was crazy because I, I don't feel like I've ever been through that type of um, grief ever before dealing with the death of a loved one. My grandfather passed away 10 years ago. Um, well, February, it'll be 11 years ago. And I was 18 when he passed away. And, you know, it was, it was fairly new. Like, um... His death really scarred me a little because, you know, we didn't really get a chance to tell him bye. Um, I saw him maybe a couple of months before the incident happened that, you know, last time we saw him, you know, he was already gone. Um, And I was very close to my grandfather as well. He had raised me. So when I was 18, it it hurt. It hurt a lot. And I closed myself out from a lot of people. Um, But that was the very first time that I actually um, was able to acknowledge those abilities and those gifts that i was blessed to have as a child um i saw my grandfather the same night that he passed away um i was the only one that saw him and so from then on i've just been getting you know a lot of um visits from ancestors and things like that but that's a different story i'm not trying to spook you guys or anything like that um But yeah, it's different from when I was 18 to now me being 28 when I lost my grandmother. I took that very hard Um, from October, maybe up until December. um, I won't say now that I'm grieving, but I am coping But October, November, and probably the beginning of December were very hard. November was very hard. October was very hard for me. Um, And I'm just really surprised that I was able to pick myself up the way that I did. Because October was a horrible, horrible month for me. Um, I don't feel like I'll see it as a better month. But uh, when I do think about when I lost her, um, it kind of... It doesn't make me feel sad anymore. All before I had a hard time trying to write it down, trying to talk about it, even mentioning her name, I would cry. Right now, um, I'm able to actually be vocal about it, say her name, think about it and things like that, and I'm okay. Um, and I think it's just cause I really did give my sign, my, myself time to heal. I didn't hide back any of those feelings. I didn't hide, um, any emotions that I was feeling or anything like that. Like I took my time and separated myself from people. I separated myself from social media, um, all those things. So that's why I haven't really been, you know, um, doing a lot of things on social media, just, you know, doing the podcast. And you would think at that time, it'll be so easy for somebody to record or even come and talk to other people. But it it was a really, really hard time for me. Like really, really hard. I can't even explain how traumatic um, that experience was because I had to watch my grandmother leave this earth. Um, it's it's different from when somebody's already gone and then you go and see them, but I had to watch my grandmother take her last breath. Um, and that's not something that I feel like people would want to see. It didn't give me a sense of peace. Um, it just, it really broke me down as how... I felt about my grandmother and how much she meant to me. Um, you know, she was like my mom. And to watch her leave this earth, it was like, you know, what what is life? You know, what's, what's, what is there left to me? I had no idea what to do. I couldn't function. I didn't know what the new day would bring. I didn't know how to, you know, wake up and just be okay. Like, those feelings just really... Um, they overtook me and it was so overwhelming because I couldn't figure out like what to do. You know, I would wake up every morning and it was just like, you know, what do I do now? Like, she's not here. What do I do now? You know, and, um, I talked about those things with my wife all the time and, um, and it's, you know, for, for counselors or therapists, you know, we can talk about trying to help others who go through grief and try to do this and that. But it's never the same when you're actually going through it. And all of those things that I studied in my years, and I always said I never wanted to try to help those people um, who deal with grief because I wasn't sure that I could handle it. But now I know how that feels. And now I know why people need somebody to talk to when they deal with those kind of things, because it's hard, you know, it's, it's very tough. Um And at, at a point in your life, when you lose somebody like that, in that way, um, I know, and I un- can understand why you would need to really put all those feelings out into the universe to just be like, I really just need some strength and I need some peace. And that's really all that I could do. Um, was just ask for peace and just ask for strength. And that's exactly what he gave me. You know, and even if you're not a spiritual person, um, I'm not here to put any beliefs on anybody who ever listens to my podcast. I just want to let you know that um, for me, it was just very warm to have a sense of strength and peace come from knowing that my grandmother was not here on this earth anymore. Um, I did a lot When it came to her passing, her funeral arrangements, and even laying her to rest. Um, I have no idea where that strength came from. And, um, during this whole time, um, my family was ripped apart terribly. Um, I lost contact with cousins and uncle because of the way some things went about. It wasn't what it should have been, um, And I don't regret anything, you know, everything that happens in my life, I feel like it happens for a reason. I don't regret anything I said, anything that I do, nothing, because it all was for a reason. And um, when it came to laying my grandmother the rest, it was a big mess. Um, Financially, I am responsible for laying her the rest, and I'm 28. I don't have a 401k. Um, I don't have a retirement plan. Um, and I don't have a full-time job. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of two. Um, I am married to a veteran and yes, we have, you know, income that come in. But when you think about the price and breakdown of funerals, funerals cost a basic funeral costs $10,000. And if your loved one does not have life insurance, then that 10,000 has to come out of your pocket. That means you pay for funeral services, um, casket, the burial, um, cremation, like everything that has to be done with the loved ones. You're paying for that in that $10,000. And that's something that me and my family did not have. Um, But, you know, nevertheless, we pulled together and um, everything got done. And I mean, I'm human. You know, I can talk about I'm still paying for my grandma's funeral. And this happened in October. Because I don't have $10,000 and I still have a life outside of my grandma's funeral. You know, I still have children to take care of, but that was one of the reasons why I picked up a part-time job because I feel like it was my duty to take care of my grandmother even in death. And I know it sounds kind of weird to say that like even in death, but I feel like I still have to take care of her because she took care of me and that was my grandmother. If nobody else would take care of her, I did you know, so, um, yeah, I, um, still paying for that, and, um, you know, when it came with her funeral and things like that, um, I was there when she got her hair done, I did her makeup, please don't ask me how I did it, because God only knows how the hell I did that, um, I saw her body for the first time before anybody, um, I didn't break down, I didn't shed one tear, it was just, I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way when you lose a loved one. Um me just knowing that she was still here in the physical form, it brought me a sense of I'm okay because she's still here. But um the day of the funeral, I lost it. And I I I can say that because <laughs> I knew that this would be the last time that I would see her physically. Um, and let let me say that again. I knew that that was the last time that I was going to see her physically. Meaning, that was the last time that I was going to see my grandmother laying in an, in an open vessel. Because after that day, there was not going to be any more. Here she is, you know. And um, that kind of tore me apart. Honestly, it 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 really broke me down. Like so many emotions came out that day, and I couldn't stop crying. Like I I really couldn't stop crying. Like the tears would not stop. I was yelping, like just screaming because I needed help. Like. It's it's like going through excruciating pain and nobody can help you. My heart broke in every way possible because my grandmother was gone. And I can say that, like, honestly, I'm being so honest with you guys. I've never felt a pain like that ever in my life. You know, we can talk about heartbreak, um, childbirth, anything but losing somebody that, like, that special for her, you know, I call her my best girl, my best friend, like, to lose somebody like that, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, like, that shit hurt me to the core. Like, It broke my heart. Like, I I mean, seriously, if you ever can feel like your heart just breaking, like, that's exactly what that shit feels like. I know what heartbreak feels like. Fuck all that other shit. All these other puppy love relationships and shit like that. And then all these, you know, these dudes broke your heart. No, fuck that. That's what heartbreak feels like. That's exactly what heartbreak felt like for me. Losing my grandma. That was my goddamn heartbreak. That shit broke my heart. And she didn't even do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's it was heartbreaking. And days after that, like, I was just numb. I was so scared to go back home. Um, I was scared to go back to her house. I was scared to just go through life just doing the same shit because I felt like she's not here. I forgot about you. Like, what am I supposed to do? Because now you're not here. You, I don't know where you are. I forgot about you. And that's exactly how I felt. And then I had to come to realize, like, hey, like, she's not on this earth because she was not supposed to be here. She's not on this earth because her time being in this vessel was up. And if you don't believe in anything, you know what I'm saying? I believe in a higher power. I know for sure that this was not a mistake and it was time for her to go because that body she was in was tired and she, you know, I know that she's always, always with me, always with me. She is always with me. I carry her everywhere I go. I know that for sure. And I care my grandfather. I've always cherished his memory. I've kept certain things. I always look back at his pictures. Like I always talk to him. And now, both of my grandparents are in heaven. And I know that they're always, always with me. You know? And so, I, I feel like that's how I was able to cope with losing her. Because I knew that she was always going to be there. Um... And I only say that and share this with you guys just to give you some insight of my world. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm human. Like, this is real. I'm very human. I'm not going to punk fake with you at all. I'll let you know every single detail about how funerals win and how you can lose family, like, within a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot. You know, and, and this is a time where you're supposed to check up on your family. Like, you know, um, I I was always there for my sister. And at this time, she needed me more than anything. But at the same time, you really got to take time for yourself, too, because you got to heal as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't help other people if you ain't okay. And um, I had to step back, like, just stop everything and make sure that I was Okay. And like I said, I'm here. It's January 1st. It's 2019, you know. My grandma didn't make it to the new year, but I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I know she's here with me in spirit, but I'm here and I'm okay. You know, I can talk about this now because I'm okay. Like, I'm still COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. I I have days where I think about her and I might drop a tear or two. But I don't have to sit and boohoo cry because... I can be happy about this knowing that she is all right. That was my thing. Just always making sure that my grandma was taken care of. And I know for sure that she's okay. You know what I'm saying? And so I think my job now is just to make sure that my mom's good. My sister's good. You know, my uncle, especially my uncle. You know, my uncle took it hard to. And, you know, I was just making sure that my family's okay. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just it. And, you know, when it comes to the family without a loss, that's all it is. It's just a loss. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm really one of those people, like, you know what I'm saying? You cross me one time, that's it. I, I've let people cross me, walk over me so many times before. And I constantly, constantly take you back. But this time, that was a goddamn straw there. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go through this. De- I don't have to go in detail with the shit that my family pulled when my grandma passed away. And you going to do this at the most obscene time? Like, come on. Like, you know, we just lost our grandma. And you around here trying to fight. Or fussing and cousin about some shit. And you ain't even the one paying for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's gonna be another discussion. <laughs> like if y'all tune into my podcast, it's gonna be another discussion. <laughs> Cause like I said, this is gonna be the one on one about how to lose somebody in 24 hours. I'ma definitely name it. In. How to lose family in 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm actually writing this down while I'm laughing. But it's all good. You know, like I said, um, we're going to figure this out, y'all. I just, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. And like I said, I'm coming back to you with brand new content and all new branding. So just stick with me. As always, it's always been a pleasure, you guys. And thanks for tuning in as always. Peace. Welcome back, you guys. And happy, happy, happy. New Year. Um, I want to thank you guys always um, for tuning in um, to the Daily Rave and just thank you guys for continuing to listen to even old episodes and new episodes. I know it's been a very long time since I've been on a podcast or even trying to record anything. um, And just to be, you know, just really world real, uh, I've been going through tons of changes financially mentally physically like emotionally a lot of things have happened and i don't mind um sharing those things with you guys today i'm just really trying to get back on um the podcast and just trying to first rebrand my whole thing i absolutely love my name the daily rave but i feel like it's time to change it to something new the daily rave was my first baby Um, So now I feel like I need to change the name, do a whole rebrand, um, get some logo stuff going, some illustrations, redo the whole website, just do a whole new thing in the new 2019. Um, There's a lot of things that are happening right now with my family. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are changing. Um, And we're actually going ahead and starting to try to work on Baby Bird number three, Um, And if you have been following like my Instagram or following any of my blog, um, then you will see that I do already have twins. Um, And they're 12 right now. So we will be starting all the way over. My wife is currently 31. I'm 28. So, um, I know to some people it might seem a little old to try to start over. But, you know, in all good timing um, and God's plan, we will have a baby or two. Um, We have no idea just yet. But going back to this whole rebranding, I felt like it was time to try to do something new because I felt like the name wasn't really catchy enough for me. And I really want to come through with not a different platform, but I really want to come at you guys with something really new, something really different and something that's really, really dedicated. Um, for about a year and a half, I've been a stay-at-home mom. Um, I decided to take a break after grad school. And please excuse all the noise. Like this is I, I have an amazing Christmas gift that I'm using. My wife and my kids actually got me a microphone for my podcast. Um, and I'm just trying to figure out how it works today. And, you know, the neighborhood kids are outside playing, so you will hear a lot of natural sounds. And it's just because I'm trying to figure out how this thing works. It's very loud. I love it because I feel like I'm speaking in front of tons of people, but I still have to learn how to use it. So, you know, just um, go along with it with the natural sounds. I, I do stay in an apartment, so of course it's going to be neighborhood kids. But eventually we'll work on trying to get a room to block off all the sounds so you guys can just hear me. Um, but for right now, I'm just working with what I got. I'm very appreciative of my microphone because I feel so legit right now. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> thank you guys for listening anyway. But back to the rebrand, um, I really feel like I, I want to give you guys something new and something better. It's not that it's going to be, you know, just um, not the original me, but I really feel like I can give you guys a little bit more. And. Um, Like I said, I've been a stay-at-home mom for a year and a half, and I decided to take that break after grad school, but recently, you know, I picked up a part-time job, um, and that goes along into this long story um, that I'm going to make very short for you guys. Um, I recently picked up a part-time job, just working maybe five hours a day, and um, I did that because, well, in October, um, my family and I self lost someone very, very important, my grandmother. Um, my best friend died, um, October 14th of this, uh, well, last year of 2018. And, um, that was very tough for me. Um, I haven't talked about her much or her illness as much because I don't think that I was ready. Like I I normally advocate for people with grief and, um, talking about family members who may have Alzheimer's or dementia or who have elderly, um, parents or loved ones who, you know, kind of decline fast. And that's what happened to my grandmother. Um. My grandmother was at every last graduation recital. She even was at my wedding. Um, And that was something that I most cherished the most because I think I am the only grandchild that she was able to attend the wedding of. And I I have video, pictures, everything. I have everything um, in memory, but it it was still kind of tough just knowing that your best friend. And me and my grandmother were very close. Um, My grandmother raised me. Me and her were, you know, like the part of the Golden Girls, you know, that that was my friend, that she was my very best friend, my very best girl. Um, I miss her, miss her tremendously. Um, And just watching the decline of my grandmother was very hard for me and I really believe that that was something that I did not want to come to terms with. So I never really talked about it, not even with friends, not even with my wife. Um that was something very very hard for me. So, um the process of losing her was extremely harder. Um I don't want to say it was traumatic for me because I don't have, you know, nightmares or just um get really um like triggered by thinking about the way that she passed away. It definitely um, had its part in playing in the first part of my grief um, with me not being able to address it, not being able to talk about it. I I had a hard time trying to even uh, write about it. And that's something that I noticed and I thought, you know, it was crazy because I, I don't feel like I've ever been through that type of um, grief ever before dealing with the death of a loved one. My grandfather passed away 10 years ago. Um, well, February, it'll be 11 years ago. And I was 18 when he passed away. And, you know, it was, it was fairly new. Like, um, His death really scarred me a little because, you know, we didn't really get a chance to tell him bye. Um, I saw him maybe a couple of months before the incident happened that, you know, last time we saw him, you know, he was already gone. Um, And I was very close to my grandfather as well. He helped raise me. So when I was 18, it it hurt. It hurt a lot. And I closed myself out from a lot of people. Um, But that was the very first time that I actually um, was able to acknowledge those abilities and those gifts that i was blessed to have as a child um i saw my grandfather the same night that he passed away um i was the only one that saw him and so from then on i've just been getting you know a lot of um visits from ancestors and things like that but that's a different story i'm not trying to spook you guys or anything like that um But yeah, it's different from when I was 18 to now me being 28 when I lost my grandmother. I took that very hard Um, from October, maybe up until December. Um, I won't say now that I'm grieving, but I am coping But October, November, and probably the beginning of December were very hard. November was very hard. October was very hard for me. Um, And I'm just really surprised that I was able to pick myself up the way that I did. Because October was a horrible, horrible month for me. Um, I don't feel like I'll see it as a better month. But uh, when I do think about when I lost her, um, it kind of... It doesn't make me feel sad anymore. All before I had a hard time trying to write it down, trying to talk about it, even mentioning her name, I would cry. Right now, um, I'm able to actually be vocal about it, say her name, think about it and things like that, and I'm okay. Um, and I think it's just cause I really did give my sign, my, myself time to heal. I didn't hide back any of those feelings. I didn't hide, um, any emotions that I was feeling or anything like that. Like I took my time and separated myself from people. I separated myself from social media, um, all those things. So that's why I haven't really been, you know, um, doing a lot of things on social media, just, you know, doing the podcast. And you would think at that time, it'll be so easy for somebody to record or even come and talk to other people. But it it was a really, really hard time for me. Like really, really hard. I can't even explain how traumatic um, that experience was because I had to watch my grandmother leave this earth. Um, it's it's different from when somebody's already gone and then you go and see them, but I had to watch my grandmother take her last breath. Um, and that's not something that I feel like people would want to see. It didn't give me a sense of peace. Um, it just, it really broke me down as how... I felt about my grandmother and how much she meant to me, um, you know she was like my mom, and to watch her leave this earth, it was like you know what, what is life you know was was what is there left to me? I had no idea what to do, I couldn't function, I didn't know what the new day would bring. I didn't know how to you know wake up and just be okay like those feelings just really. Um, they overtook me, and it was so overwhelming because I couldn't figure out like what to do. You know, I would wake up every morning, and it was just like, you know, what do I do now? Like, she's not here, what do I do now? You know, and um, I talked about those things with my wife all the time, um. And it's, you know, for, for counselors or therapists, you know, we can talk about trying to help others who go through grief and try to do this and that. But it's never the same when you're actually going through it. And all of those things that I studied in my years, and I always said I never wanted to try to help those people um, who deal with grief because I wasn't sure that I could handle it. But now I know how that feels. And now I know why people need Somebody to talk to when they deal with those kind of things. Because it's hard. You know, it's, it's very tough. Um And at, at a point in your life when you lose somebody like that in that way. um, I know and I can understand why you would need to really put all those feelings out into the universe. To just be like, I really just need some strength and I need some peace. And that's really all that I could do. Um, was just ask for peace and just ask for strength. And that's exactly what he gave me. You know, and even if you're not a spiritual person, um, I'm not here to put any beliefs on anybody who ever listens to my podcast. I just want to let you know that um, for me, it was just very warm to have a sense of strength and peace come from knowing that my grandmother was not here on this earth anymore. Um, I did a lot when it came to her passing, her funeral arrangements, and even laying her to rest. Um, I have no idea where that strength came from. And, um, during this whole time, um, my family was ripped apart terribly. Um, I lost contact with cousins and uncle because of the way some things went about. It wasn't what it should have been, um, And I don't regret anything, you know, everything that happens in my life, I feel like it happens for a reason. I don't regret anything I said, anything that I do, nothing, because it all was for a reason. And um, when it came to laying my grandmother the rest, it was a big mess. Um, Financially, I am responsible for laying her the rest, and I'm 28. I don't have a 401k. Um, I don't have a retirement plan. Um, and I don't have a full-time job. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of two. Um, I am married to a veteran and yes, we have, you know, income that come in. But when you think about the price and breakdown of funerals, funerals cost a basic funeral costs $10,000. And if your loved one does not have life insurance, then that 10,000 has to come out of your pocket. That means you pay for funeral services, um, casket, the burial, um, cremation, like everything that has to be done with the loved ones. You're paying for that in that $10,000. And that's something that me and my family did not have. Um, But, you know, nevertheless, we pulled together and um, everything got done. And I mean, I'm human. You know, I can talk about I'm still paying for my grandma's funeral. And this happened in October because I don't have $10,000 and I still have a life outside of my grandma's funeral. You know, I still have children to take care of, but that was one of the reasons why I picked up a part-time job because I feel like it was my duty to take care of my grandmother even in death. And I know it sounds kind of weird to say that like even in death, but I feel like I still have to take care of her because she took care of me and that was my grandmother. If nobody else would take care of her, I did you know, so, um, yeah, I, um, still paying for that, and, um, you know, when it came with her funeral and things like that, um, I was there when she got her hair done, I did her makeup, please don't ask me how I did it, because God only knows how the hell I did that, um, I saw her body for the first time before anybody, um, I didn't break down, I didn't shed one tear, it was just, I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way when you lose a loved one. Um, Me just knowing that she was still here in a physical form, it brought me a sense of I'm okay because she's still here. But um, the day of the funeral, I lost it. And I I, I can say that because... (laughs) I knew that this would be the last time that I would see her physically. Um, and let let me say that again. I knew that that was the last time that I was going to see her physically. Meaning, that was the last time that I was going to see my grandmother laying in an, in an open vessel. Because after that day, there was not going to be any more. Here she is, you know. And um, that kind of tore me apart. Honestly, it 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 really broke me down. Like so many emotions came out that day, and I couldn't stop crying. Like I I really couldn't stop crying. Like the tears would not stop. I was yelping, like just screaming because I needed help. Like. It's it's like going through excruciating pain and nobody can help you. My heart broke in every way possible because my grandmother was gone. And I can say that, like, honestly, I'm being so honest with you guys. I've never felt a pain like that ever in my life. You know, we can talk about heartbreak, um, childbirth, anything. But losing somebody that like that special for her, you know, I call her my best girl, my best friend, like to lose somebody like that, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, like that shit hurt me to the core. Like it broke my heart. Like I I mean seriously, if you ever can feel like your heart just breaking. Like, that's exactly what that shit feels like. I know what heartbreak feels like. Fuck all that other shit. All these other puppy love relationships and shit like that, and then all these you know these dudes broke your heart. No, fuck that. That's what heartbreak feels like. That's exactly what heartbreak felt like for me. Losing my grandma. That was my goddamn heartbreak. That shit broke my heart, and she didn't even do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's. It was heartbreaking and. Days after that, like, I was just numb. I was so scared to go back home. Um, I was scared to go back to her house. I was scared to just go through life just doing the same shit because I felt like she's not here. I forgot about you. Like, what am I supposed to do because now you're not here? You, I don't know where you are. I forgot about you. And that's exactly how I felt. And then I had to come to realize, like, hey, like... She's not on this earth because she was not supposed to be here. She's not on this earth because her time being in this vessel was up. And if you don't believe in anything, you know what I'm saying? I believe in a higher power. I know for sure that this was not a mistake and it was time for her to go. Because that body she was in was tired. And she, you know, I know that she's always, always with me. Always with me, she is always with me. I carry her everywhere I go. I know that for sure, and I carry my grandfather. I've always cherished his memory. I've kept certain things. I always look back at his pictures, like I always talk to him, and now both of my grandparents are in heaven, and I know that they're always always with me, you know, and so i I feel like that's how I was able to cope with losing her. Because I knew that she was always going to be there. Um, And I only say that and share this with you guys just to give you some insight of my world. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm human. Like, this is real. I'm very human. I'm not going to punk fake with you at all. I'll let you know every single detail about how funerals win and how you can lose family, like, within a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot. You know, and, and this is a time where you're supposed to check up on your family. Like, you know, um, I, I was always there for my sister and at this time she needed me more than anything, but at the same time, you really got to take time for yourself too, because you got to heal as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't help other people if you ain't okay. And, um, I had to step back, like just stop everything and make sure that I was Okay. And like I said, I'm here. It's January 1st. It's 2019. You know, my grandma didn't make it to the new year, but I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I know she's here with me in spirit, but I'm here and I'm okay. You know, I can talk about this now because I'm okay. Like I'm still COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. I I have days where I think about her and I might drop a tear or two, but I don't have to sit and boohoo and cry because... I can be happy about this knowing that she is all right. That was my thing. Just always making sure that my grandma was taken care of. And I know for sure that she's okay. You know what I'm saying? And so I think my job now is just to make sure that my mom's good. My sister's good. You know, my uncle, especially my uncle. You know, my uncle took it hard to. And, you know, I was just making sure that my family's okay. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just it. And, you know, when it comes to the family that a loss, that's all it is. It's just a loss. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm really one of those people, like, you know what I'm saying? You cross me one time, that's it. I, I've let people cross me, walk over me so many times before. And I constantly, constantly take you back. But this time, that was a goddamn straw there. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go through this. De- I don't have to go in detail with the shit that my family pulled when my grandma passed away. And you're going to do this at the most obscene time? Like, come on. Like, you know, we just lost our grandma. And you're here trying to fight. Or fussing and cussing about some shit. And you ain't even the one paying for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's going to be another discussion. Like, if y'all tune into my podcast, it's going to be another discussion. Because, <laughs> like I said, this is going to be the one on one about how to lose somebody in 24 hours. I'm going to definitely name it that. How to lose family in 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm actually writing this down while I'm laughing. But it's all good. You know, like I said, um, we're going to figure this out, y'all. I just, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. And like I said, I'm coming back to you with brand new content and all new branding. So just stick with me. As always, it's always been a pleasure, you guys. And thanks for tuning in as always. Peace. Welcome back, you guys. And happy, happy, happy. New here. Um, I want to thank you guys always um, for tuning in um, to the Daily Rave, and just thank you guys for continuing to listen to even old episodes and new episodes. I know it's been a very long time since I've been on a podcast or even trying to record anything. Um, and just to be, you know, just really world real, uh, I've been going through <coughs> tons of changes financially, mentally, physically, like emotionally, a lot of things have happened and I don't mind um, sharing those things with you guys. Today I'm just really trying to get back on um, the podcast and just trying to first rebrand my whole thing. I absolutely love my name, The Daily Rave, but I feel like it's time to change it to something new. The Daily Rave was my first baby Um, so now I feel like I need to change the name, do a whole rebrand, um, get some logo stuff going, some illustrations, redo the whole website, just do a whole new thing in the new 2019. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening right now with my family. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are changing. Um, and we're actually going ahead and starting to try to work on Baby Bird number three, Um, and if you have been following like my Instagram or following any of my blog, um, then you will see that I do already have twins, um, and they're 12 right now. So we will be starting all the way over. My wife is currently 31. I'm 28. So, um, I know to some people it might seem a little old to try to start over. But, you know, in all good timing um, and God's plan, we will have a baby or two. Um, We have no idea just yet. But going back to this whole rebranding, I felt like it was time to try to do something new. Because I felt like the name wasn't really catchy enough for me And I really want to come through with Not a different platform But I really want to come at you guys with something really new Something really different And something that's really, really dedicated um, For about a year and a half I've been a stay-at-home mom um, I decided to take a break after grad school And please excuse all the noise Like this is I, I have an amazing Christmas gift that I'm using My wife and my kids actually got me a microphone for my podcast um, and I'm just trying to figure out how it works today. And, you know, the neighborhood kids are outside playing, so you will hear a lot of natural sounds. And it's just because I'm trying to figure out how this thing works. It's very loud. I love it because I feel like I'm speaking in front of tons of people, but I still have to learn how to use it. So, you know, just um, go along with it with the natural sounds. I, I do stay in an apartment, so of course it's going to be neighborhood kids. But eventually we'll work on trying to get a room to block off all the sounds so you guys can just hear me. Um, But for right now, I'm just working with what I got. I'm very appreciative of my microphone because I feel so legit right now. But, (laughs) um... thank you guys for listening anyway but back to the rebrand um i really feel like i i want to give you guys something new and something better it's not that it's gonna be you know just um not the original me but i really feel like i can give you guys a little bit more and um like i said i've been a stay-at-home mom for a year and a half and i decided to take that break after grad school but recently you know i picked up a part-time job Um, and that goes along into this long story, um, that I'm going to make very short for you guys. Um, I recently picked up a part-time job, just working maybe five hours a day. And, um, I did that because, well, in October, um, my family and I self lost someone very, very important. My grandmother, um, my best friend died, um, October 14th of this, uh, well, last year of 2018. And, um, that was very tough for me. Um, I haven't talked about her much or her illness as much because I don't think that I was ready. Like I I normally advocate for people with grief and um, talking about family members who may have Alzheimer's or dementia or who have elderly um, parents or loved ones who, you know, kind of decline fast. And that's what happened to my grandmother. Um, My grandmother was at every last graduation recital. She even was at my wedding. Um, And that was something that I most cherished the most because I think I am the only grandchild that she was able to attend the wedding of. And I, I have video, pictures, everything. I have everything um, in memory, but it, it was still kind of tough just knowing that your best friend. And me and my grandmother were very close. Um, My grandmother raised me. Me and her were, you know, like the part of the Golden Girls, you know, that that was my friend, that she was my very best friend, my very best girl. Um, I miss her, miss her tremendously. Um, And just watching the decline of my grandmother was very hard for me. And I really believe that that was something that I did not want to come to terms with. So I never really talked about it, not even with friends, not even with my wife. Um, that was something very, very hard for me. So, um, the process of losing her was extremely harder. Um, I don't want to say it was traumatic for me because I don't have, you know, nightmares or just, um, get really, um, like triggered by thinking about the way that she passed away. It definitely, um, had its part in playing in the first part of my grief, um, with me not being able to address it, not being able to talk about it. I I had a hard time trying to even, uh, write about it. And that's something that I noticed that I thought, you know, it was crazy because I don't feel like I've ever been through that type of, um, Grief ever before dealing with the death of a loved one. My grandfather passed away 10 years ago. Um, well, February it'll be 11 years ago, and I was 18 when he passed away. And you know, it was, it was fairly new, like, um, his death really scarred me a little because you know, we didn't really get a chance to tell him by. Um, I saw him maybe a couple of months before the incident happened that, you know, last time we saw him, you know, he was already gone. Um, and I was very close to my grandfather as well. He helped raise me. So when I was 18, it, it hurt, it hurt a lot. And I closed myself out from a lot of people. Um, but that was the very first time that I actually, um, was able to acknowledge those abilities and those gifts that I was, blessed to have as a child um i saw my grandfather the same night that he passed away um i was the only one that saw him and so from then on i've just been getting you know a lot of um visits from ancestors and things like that but that's a different story i'm not trying to spook you guys or anything like that um But yeah, it's different from when I was 18 to now me being 28 when I lost my grandmother. I took that very hard Um, from October, maybe up until December. um, I won't say now that I'm grieving, but I am coping but October, November, and probably the beginning of December were very hard. November was very hard. October was very hard for me. Um, And I'm just really surprised that I was able to pick myself up the way that I did. Because October was a horrible, horrible month for me. Um, I don't feel like I'll see it as a better month. But uh, when I do think about when I lost her, um it kind of... It doesn't make me feel sad anymore. All before I had a hard time trying to write it down, trying to talk about it, even mentioning her name, I would cry. Right now, um, I'm able to actually be vocal about it, say her name, think about it and things like that, and I'm okay. Um, and I think it's just cause I really did give my sign, my, myself time to heal. I didn't hide back any of those feelings. I didn't hide, um, any emotions that I was feeling or anything like that. Like I took my time and separated myself from people. I separated myself from social media, um, all those things. So that's why I haven't really been, you know, um, doing a lot of things on social media, just, you know, doing the podcast. And you would think at that time, it'll be so easy for somebody to record or even come and talk to other people. But it it was a really, really hard time for me. Like really, really hard. I can't even explain how traumatic um, that experience was because I had to watch my grandmother leave this earth. Um, it's it's different from when somebody's already gone and then you go and see them, but I had to watch my grandmother take her last breath. Um, and that's not something that I feel like people would want to see. It didn't give me a sense of peace. Um, it just, it really broke me down as how... I felt about my grandmother and how much she meant to me, um, you know she was like my mom, and to watch her leave this earth, it was like you know what, what is life you know was was what is there left to me? I had no idea what to do, I couldn't function, I didn't know what the new day would bring. I didn't know how to you know wake up and just be okay like those feelings just really. Um, they overtook me and it was so overwhelming because I couldn't figure out like what to do. You know, I would wake up every morning and it was just like, you know, what do I do now? Like she's not here. What do I do now? You know? And, um, I talked about those things with my wife all the time and, um, and it's you know for for counselors or therapists you know we can talk about trying to help others who go through grief and try to do this and that but it's never the same when you're actually going through it and all of those things that I studied in my years and I always said I never wanted to try to help those people um who deal with grief because I wasn't sure that I could handle it but now I know how that feels and now I know why people need Somebody to talk to when they deal with those kind of things. Because it's hard. You know, it's, it's very tough. Um And at, at a point in your life when you lose somebody like that in that way. um, I know and I un- can understand why you would need to really put all those feelings out into the universe. To just be like, I really just need some strength and I need some peace. And that's really all that I could do. Um, was just ask for peace and just ask for strength. And that's exactly what he gave me. You know, and even if you're not a spiritual person, um, I'm not here to put any beliefs on anybody who ever listens to my podcast. I just want to let you know that um, for me, it was just very warm to have a sense of strength and peace come from knowing that my grandmother was not here on this earth anymore. Um, I did a lot when it came to her passing, her funeral arrangements, and even laying her to rest. Um, I have no idea where that strength came from. And, um, during this whole time, um, my family was ripped apart terribly. Um, I lost contact with cousins and uncle because of the way some things went about. It wasn't what it should have been, um, and I don't regret anything. You know, everything that happens in my life, I feel like it happens for a reason. I don't regret anything I said, anything that I do, nothing, because it all was for a reason. And um when it came to laying my grandmother to rest, it was a big mess. Um financially I am responsible for laying her to rest, and I'm 28. I don't have a 401k. Um, I don't have a retirement plan. Um, and I don't have a full-time job. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of two. Um, I am married to a veteran and yes, we have, you know, income that come in. But when you think about the price and breakdown of funerals, funerals cost a basic funeral costs $10,000. And if your loved one does not have life insurance, then that 10,000 has to come out of your pocket. That means you pay for funeral services, um, casket, the burial, um, cremation, like everything that has to be done with the loved ones. You're paying for that in that $10,000. And that's something that me and my family did not have. Um, But, you know, nevertheless, we pulled together and um, everything got done. And I mean, I'm human. You know, I can talk about I'm still paying for my grandma's funeral. And this happened in October. Because I don't have $10,000. And I still have a life outside of my grandma's funeral. You know, I still have children to take care of. But that was one of the reasons why I picked up a part-time job. Because I feel like it was my duty to take care of my grandmother even in death. And I know it sounds kind of weird to say that like even in death. But I feel like I still have to take care of her because she took care of me and that was my grandmother. If nobody else would take care of her... I did, you know, so, um, yeah, I, um, still paying for that, and, um, you know, when it came with her funeral and things like that, um, I was there when she got her hair done. I did her makeup. Please don't ask me how I did it, because God only knows how the hell I did that. Um, I saw her body for the first time before anybody. Um, I didn't break down. I didn't shed one tear. It was just, I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way when you lose a loved one. Um, Me just knowing that she was still here in a physical form. It brought me a sense of I'm okay because she's still here. But um, the day of the funeral, I lost it. And I I, I can say that because... (laughs) I knew that this would be the last time that I would see her physically. Um, and let let me say that again. I knew that that was the last time that I was going to see her physically. Meaning, that was the last time that I was going to see my grandmother laying in an, in an open vessel. Because after that day, there was not going to be any more. Here she is, you know. And um, that kind of tore me apart. Honestly, it 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 really broke me down. Like so many emotions came out that day, and I couldn't stop crying. Like I I really couldn't stop crying. Like the tears would not stop. I was yelping, like just screaming because I needed help. Like. It's it's like going through excruciating pain and nobody can help you. My heart broke in every way possible because my grandmother was gone. And I can say that, like, honestly, I'm being so honest with you guys. I've never felt a pain like that ever in my life. You know, we can talk about heartbreak, um, childbirth, anything but losing somebody that like that special for her, you know, I call her my best girl, my best friend, like to lose somebody like that, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, like that shit hurt me to the core. Like it broke my heart. Like I I mean seriously, if you ever can feel like your heart just breaking. Like, that's exactly what that shit feels like. I know what heartbreak feels like. Fuck all that other shit. All these other puppy love relationships and shit like that, and then all these, you know, these dudes broke your heart. No, fuck that. That's what heartbreak feels like. That's exactly what heartbreak felt like for me. Losing my grandma. That was my goddamn heartbreak. That shit broke my heart, and she didn't even do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's. It was heartbreaking and. Days after that, like, I was just numb. I was so scared to go back home. Um, I was scared to go back to her house. I was scared to just go through life just doing the same shit because I felt like she's not here. I forgot about you. Like, what am I supposed to do? Because now you're not here. You, I don't know where you are. I forgot about you. And that's exactly how I felt. And then I had to come to realize, like, hey, like... She's not on this earth because she was not supposed to be here. She's not on this earth because her time being in this vessel was up. And if you don't believe in anything, you know what I'm saying? I believe in a higher power. I know for sure that this was not a mistake and it was time for her to go. Because that body she was in was tired. And she, you know, I know that she's always, always with me. Always with me. She is always with me. I carry her everywhere I go. I know that for sure. And I carry my grandfather. I've always cherished his memory. I've kept certain things. I always look back at his pictures. Like I always talk to him. And now both of my grandparents are in heaven. And I know that they're always, always with me, you know. And so I I feel like that's how I was able to cope with losing her because I knew that she was always going to be there. Um, and I only say that and share this with you guys just to give you some insight of my world. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm human. Like, this is real. That I'm very human. I'm not going to punk fake with you at all. I'll let you know every single detail about how funerals win and how you can lose family, like, within a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot. You know, and, and this is a time where you're supposed to check up on your family. Like, you know, um, I, I was always there for my sister and at this time she needed me more than anything, but at the same time, you really got to take time for yourself too, because you got to heal as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't help other people if you ain't okay. And, um, I had to step back, like just stop everything and make sure that I was Okay. And like I said, I'm here. It's January 1st. It's 2019. You know, my grandma didn't make it to the new year, but I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I know she's here with me in spirit, but I'm here and I'm okay. You know, I can talk about this now because I'm okay. Like I'm still COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. I I have days where I think about her and I might drop a tear or two, but I don't have to sit and boohoo and cry because... I can be happy about this knowing that she is all right. That was my thing. Just always making sure that my grandma was taken care of. And I know for sure that she's okay. You know what I'm saying? And so I think my job now is just to make sure that my mom's good. My sister's good. You know, my uncle, especially my uncles. You know, my uncle took it hard too. And, you know, I was just making sure that my family's okay. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's just it. And, you know, when it comes to the family without a loss, that's all it is. It's just a loss. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm really one of those people, like, you know what I'm saying? You crossed me one time, that's it. I, I've let people cross me, walk over me so many times before. And I constantly, constantly take you back. But this time, that was a goddamn straw there. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go through this. De- I don't have to go in detail but the shit that my family pulled when my grandma passed away. And you're going to do this at the most obscene time? Like, come on. Like, you know, we just lost our grandma. And you around here trying to fight. Or fussing and cousin about some shit. And you ain't even the one paying for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's gonna be another discussion. Like if y'all tune into my podcast, it's gonna be another discussion. <laughs> Cause like I said, this is gonna be the one on one about how to lose somebody in 24 hours. I'ma definitely name it. How to lose family in 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm actually writing this down while I'm laughing. But it's all good. You know, like I said, um, we're going to figure this out, y'all. I just, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. And like I said, I'm coming back to you with brand new content and all new branding. So just stick with me as always. It's always been a pleasure, you guys. And thanks for tuning in as always. Peace. Welcome back, you guys. And happy, happy, happy. New Um, I want to thank you guys always um, for tuning in um, to The Daily Rave. And just thank you guys for continuing to listen to even old episodes and new episodes. I know it's been a very long time since I've been on a podcast or even trying to record anything. Um, And just to be, you know, just really world real, uh, I've been going through (coughs) tons of changes. Financially, mentally, physically, like emotionally, a lot of things have happened and I don't mind um, sharing those things with you guys. Today I'm just really trying to get back on um, the podcast and just try to first rebrand my whole thing. I absolutely love my name, The Daily Rave, but I feel like it's time to change it to something new. The Daily Rave was my first baby um, so now I feel like I need to change the name, do a whole rebrand, um, get some logo stuff going, some illustrations, redo the whole website, just do a whole new thing in the new 2019. Um, there's a lot of things that are happening right now with my family. We have a lot of things going on, a lot of things that are changing. Um, <clears throat> and we're actually going ahead and starting to try to work on Baby Bird number three, um and if you have been following like my Instagram or following any of my blog, um then you will see that I do already have twins. Um and they're 12 right now, so we will be starting all the way over. My wife is currently 31, I'm 28. So, um, I know to some people it might seem a little old to try to start over. But, you know, in all good timing um, and God's plan, we will have a baby or two. Um, We have no idea just yet. But going back to this whole rebranding, I felt like it was time to try to do something new because I felt like the name wasn't really catchy enough for me. And I really want to come through with not a different platform, but I really want to come at you guys with something really new, something really different, and something that's really, really dedicated. Um, for about a year and a half, I've been a stay-at-home mom. Um, I decided to take a break after grad school. And please excuse all the noise. Like this is I, I have an amazing Christmas gift that I'm using. My wife and my kids actually got me a microphone for my podcast. Um, And I'm just trying to figure out how it works today. And you know, the neighborhood kids are outside playing, so you will hear a lot of natural sounds. And it's just because I'm trying to figure out how this thing works. It's very loud. I love it because I feel like I'm speaking in front of tons of people, but I still have to learn how to use it. So, you know, just um, go along with it with the natural sounds. I I do stay in an apartment, so of course, it's going to be neighborhood kids. But eventually, we'll work on trying to get a room to block off all the sounds so you guys can just hear me. Um, But for right now, I'm just working with what I got. I'm very appreciative of my microphone because I feel so legit right now. But, (laughs) um... thank you guys for listening anyway but back to the rebrand um i really feel like i i want to give you guys something new and something better it's not that it's gonna be you know just um not the original me but i really feel like i can give you guys a little bit more and um like i said i've been a stay-at-home mom for a year and a half and i decided to take that break after grad school but recently you know i picked up a part-time job Um, and that goes along into this long story, um, that I'm going to make very short for you guys. Um, I recently picked up a part-time job, just working maybe five hours a day. And, um, I did that because, well, in October, um, my family and I self lost someone very, very important. My grandmother, um, my best friend died, um, October 14th of this, uh, well, last year of 2018. And, um, that was very tough for me. Um, I haven't talked about her much or her illness as much because I don't think that I was ready. Like I, I normally advocate for people with grief and um, talking about family members who may have Alzheimer's or dementia or who have elderly um, parents or loved ones who, you know, kind of decline fast. And that's, What happened to my grandmother? Um, My grandmother was at every last graduation recital. She even was at my wedding. Um, And that was something that I most cherished the most. Because I think I am the only grandchild that she was able to attend the wedding of. And I I have video, pictures, everything. I have everything um, in memory. But it it was still kind of tough just knowing that your best friend. And me and my grandmother were very close. Um, My grandmother raised me. Me and her were, you know, like the part of the Golden Girls, you know, that that was my friend, that she was my very best friend, my very best girl. Um, I miss her, miss her tremendously. Um, And just watching the decline of my grandmother was very hard for me. And I really believe that that was something that I did not want to come to terms with. So I never really talked about it, not even with friends, not even with my wife. Um, that was something very, very hard for me. So, um, the process of losing her was extremely harder. Um, I don't want to say it was traumatic for me because I don't have, you know, nightmares or just, um, get really, um, like triggered by thinking about the way that she passed away. It definitely um, had its part in playing in the first part of my grief um, with me not being able to address it, not being able to talk about it. I I had a hard time trying to even uh, write about it. And that's something that I noticed and I thought, you know, it was crazy because I I don't feel like I've ever been through that type of um, grief ever before dealing with the death of a loved one. My grandfather passed away 10 years ago. Um, well, February, it'll be 11 years ago. And I was 18 when he passed away. And, you know, it was, it was fairly new. Like, um, His death really scarred me a little because, you know, we didn't really get a chance to tell him bye. Um, I saw him maybe a couple of months before the incident happened that, you know, last time we saw him, you know, he was already gone. Um, And I was very close to my grandfather as well. He had raised me. So when I was 18, it it hurt. It hurt a lot. And I closed myself out from a lot of people. Um, But that was the very first time that I actually um, was able to acknowledge those abilities and those gifts that i was blessed to have as a child um i saw my grandfather the same night that he passed away um i was the only one that saw him and so from then on i've just been getting you know a lot of um visits from ancestors and things like that but that's a different story i'm not trying to spook you guys or anything like that um But yeah, it's different from when I was 18 to now me being 28 when I lost my grandmother. I took that very hard Um, from October, maybe up until December. um, I won't say now that I'm grieving, but I am coping But October, November, and probably the beginning of December were very hard. November was very hard. October was very hard for me. Um, And I'm just really surprised that I was able to pick myself up the way that I did. Because October was a horrible, horrible month for me. Um, I don't feel like I'll see it as a better month. But uh, when I do think about when I lost her, um, it kind of it doesn't make me feel sad anymore all before i had a hard time trying to write it down trying to talk about it even mentioning her name i would cry right now um i'm able to actually be vocal about it say her name think about it and things like that and i'm okay um and i think it's just cuz i really did give my my myself time to heal i didn't hide back any of those feelings i didn't hide um any emotions that I was feeling or anything like that. Like, I took my time and separated myself from people. I separated myself from social media, um, all those things. So that's why I haven't really been, you know, um, doing a lot of things on social media, just, you know, doing the podcast. And you would think at that time, it'll be so easy for somebody to record or even come and talk to other people. But it it was a really, really hard time for me. Like, really, really hard. I can't even explain how traumatic um, that experience was because I had to watch my grandmother leave this earth. Um, it's it's different from when somebody's already gone and then you go and see them, but I had to watch my grandmother take her last breath. Um, and that's not something that I feel like people would want to see. It didn't give me a sense of peace. Um, it just, it really broke me down as how... I felt about my grandmother and how much she meant to me, um, you know she was like my mom, and to watch her leave this earth, it was like you know what, what is life you know was was what is there left to me? I had no idea what to do, I couldn't function, I didn't know what the new day would bring. I didn't know how to you know wake up and just be okay like those feelings just really. Um, they overtook me and it was so overwhelming because I couldn't figure out like what to do. You know, I would wake up every morning and it was just like, you know, what do I do now? Like she's not here. What do I do now? You know? And, um, I talked about those things with my wife all the time and, um, and it's you know for for counselors or therapists, you know, we can talk about trying to help others who go through grief and try to do this and that, but it's never the same when you're actually going through it. And all of those things that I studied in my years, and I always said I never wanted to try to help those people um who deal with grief because I wasn't sure that I could handle it, but now I know how that feels. And now I know why people need Somebody to talk to when they deal with those kind of things. Because it's hard. You know, it's, it's very tough. Um And at, at a point in your life when you lose somebody like that in that way. um I know and I can understand why you would need to really put all those feelings out into the universe. To just be like, I really just need some strength and I need some peace. And that's really all that I could do um was just ask for peace and just ask for strength. And that's exactly what he gave me. You know, and even if you're not a spiritual person, um, I'm not here to put any beliefs on anybody whomever listens to my podcast. I just wanna let you know that um for me it was just very warm to have a sense of strength and peace come from knowing that my grandmother was not here on this earth anymore. Um I did a lot when it came to her passing, her funeral arrangements, and even laying her to rest. Um, I have no idea where that strength came from. And um, during this whole time, um, my family was ripped apart terribly. Um, I lost contact with cousins and uncle because of the way some things went about. It wasn't what it should have been. and I don't regret anything. You know, everything that happens in my life, I feel like it happens for a reason. I don't regret anything I said, anything that I do, nothing, because it all was for a reason. And um when it came to laying my grandmother to rest, it was a big mess. Um financially I am responsible for laying her to rest, and I'm 28. I don't have a 401k. Um, I don't have a retirement plan. Um, and I don't have a full-time job. You know, I'm, I'm a mom of two. Um, I am married to a veteran and yes, we have, you know, income that come in. But when you think about the price and breakdown of funerals, funerals cost a basic funeral costs $10,000. And if your loved one does not have life insurance, then that 10,000 has to come out of your pocket. That means you pay for funeral services, um, casket, the burial, um, cremation, like everything that has to be done with the loved ones. You're paying for that in that $10,000. And that's something that me and my family did not have. Um, But, you know, nevertheless, we pulled together and um, everything got done. And I mean, I'm human. You know, I can talk about I'm still paying for my grandma's funeral. And this happened in October. Because I don't have $10,000. And I still have a life outside of my grandma's funeral. You know, I still have children to take care of. But that was one of the reasons why I picked up a part-time job. Because I feel like it was my duty to take care of my grandmother even in death. And I know it sounds kind of weird to say that like even in death. But I feel like I still have to take care of her because she took care of me and that was my grandmother. If nobody else would take care of her... I did, you know, so, um, yeah, I, um, still paying for that, and, um, you know, when it came with her funeral and things like that, um, I was there when she got her hair done. I did her makeup. Please don't ask me how I did it, because God only knows how the hell I did that. Um, I saw her body for the first time before anybody. Um, I didn't break down. I didn't shed one tear. It was just, I don't know if anybody's ever felt that way when you lose a loved one. Um, Me just knowing that she was still here in a physical form. It brought me a sense of, I'm okay because she's still here. But um, the day of the funeral, I lost it. And I I, I can say that because... (laughs) I knew that this would be the last time that I would see her physically. Um, And let let me say that again. I knew that that was the last time that I was going to see her physically. Meaning, that was the last time that I was going to see my grandmother laying in an an open vessel. Because after that day, there was not going to be any more. Here she is, you know. And um, that kind of tore me apart. Honestly, it 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 really broke me down. Like so many emotions came out that day, and I couldn't stop crying. Like I I really couldn't stop crying. Like the tears would not stop. I was yelping, like just screaming because I needed help. Like. It's it's like going through excruciating pain and nobody can help you. My heart broke in every way possible because my grandmother was gone. And I can say that, like, honestly, I'm being so honest with you guys. I've never felt a pain like that ever in my life. You know, we can talk about heartbreak, um, childbirth, anything But losing somebody that like that special for her, you know, I call her my best girl, my best friend, like to lose somebody like that, that shit hurts. That shit hurts. And I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you, like that shit hurt me to the core. Like it broke my heart. Like I I mean, seriously, if you ever can feel like your heart just breaking. Like, that's exactly what that shit feels like. I know what heartbreak feels like. Fuck all that other shit. All these other puppy love relationships and shit like that, and then all these, you know, these dudes broke your heart. No, fuck that. That's what heartbreak feels like. That's exactly what heartbreak felt like for me. Losing my grandma. That was my goddamn heartbreak. That shit broke my heart, and she didn't even do it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's. It was heartbreaking. And. Days after that, like, I was just numb. I was so scared to go back home. Um, I was scared to go back to her house. I was scared to just go through life just doing the same shit because I felt like she's not here. I forgot about you. Like, what am I supposed to do? Because now you're not here. You, I don't know where you are. I forgot about you. And that's exactly how I felt. And then I had to come to realize, like, hey, like... She's not on this earth because she was not supposed to be here. She's not on this earth because her time being in this vessel was up. And if you don't believe in anything, you know what I'm saying? I believe in a higher power. I know for sure that this was not a mistake and it was time for her to go. Because that body she was in was tired. And she, you know, I know that she's always, always with me. Always with me. She is always with me. I carry her everywhere I go. I know that for sure. And I carry my grandfather. I've always cherished his memory. I've kept certain things. I always look back at his pictures. Like I always talk to him. And now both of my grandparents are in heaven. And I know that they're always, always with me. You know? And so I I feel like that's how I was able to cope with losing her. Because I knew that she was always going to be there. Um, and I only say that and share this with you guys. Just to give you some insight of my world. Because, yeah, like I said, I'm human. Like, this is real. That I'm very human. I'm not going to punk fake with you at all. I'll let you know every single detail about how funerals win. And how you can lose family, like, within a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot. You know, and, and this is a time where you're supposed to check up on your family. Like, you know, um, I, I was always there for my sister and at this time she needed me more than anything. But at the same time, you really got to take time for yourself too, because you got to heal as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't help other people if you ain't okay. And, um, I had to step back, like just stop everything and make sure that I was Okay. And like I said, I'm here. It's January 1st. It's 2019, you know. My grandma didn't make it to the new year, but I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I know she's here with me in spirit, but I'm here and I'm okay. You know, I can talk about this now because I'm okay. Like, I'm still COVID. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I have days where I think about her and I might drop a tear or two. But I don't have to sit and boohoo and cry because... I can be happy about this knowing that she is all right. That was my thing. Just always making sure that my grandma was taken care of. And I know for sure that she's okay. You know what I'm saying? And so I think my job now is just to make sure that my mom's good. My sister's good. You know, my uncle, especially my uncle. You know, my uncle took it hard too. And, you know, just making sure that my family's okay. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just it. And, you know, when it comes to the family, that a loss, that's all it is. It's just a loss. I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm really one of those people, like, you know what I'm saying? You crossed me one time, that's it. I, I've let people cross me, walk over me so many times before. And I constantly, constantly take you back. But this time, that was a goddamn straw there. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to go through de I don't have to go in detail with the shit that my family pulled when my grandma passed away. And you're going to do this at the most obscene time? Like, come on. Like, you know, we just lost our grandma. And you around here trying to fight. Or fussing and cousin about some shit. And you ain't even the one paying for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's gonna be another discussion. <laughs> like, if y'all tune into my podcast, it's gonna be another discussion. <laughs> Cause like I said, this is gonna be the one-on-one about how to lose somebody in 24 hours. I'ma definitely name it. How to lose family in 24 hours. <laughs> and I'm actually writing this down while I'm laughing. But it's all good. You know, like I said, um, we're going to figure this out, y'all. I just, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. And like I said, I'm coming back to you with brand new content and all new branding. So just stick with me as always. It's always been a pleasure, you guys. And thanks for tuning in as always. Peace.